did you enjoy the shoot? Are you used to being photographed? Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. Um, actually, quite a bit. I've done lots of um, shoots as well and some, some modelling too in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Mike. Among other things, he's a sex worker. I'm Robert Gershenson, a photographer and podcaster, and this is Sex Work, a podcast all about what it means to be a sex worker right now. To check out the portraits in this series, head to sftl underscore studios on Instagram. And you're new to sex work, aren't you? I am. It's my fourth month so fourth far. Fourth month? Yes, I'm quite new. God, so you've only just I'm done a, a quarter. I'm a baby, <laughs> yes. You've I'm only just done your first quarter yes. for the uh, the annual general meeting of sex workers. <laughs> so you've come to it quite late. Yes, I did. For me, this isn't exactly a career path. Yeah. It's more of a, a side step that I have to do. Okay. For, for now, and I really enjoy it. And um, the, the, the reasons for doing it are purely financial, but I think it's been sort of a um, revelation to myself to see that I um, really do enjoy it. Um, last night I was with um, two two women and um, two women. Yes, and. Mm. Um, it was work, but you know, it was. But it, it didn't feel like like work. And one of them asked me, um, why I did this. And before I could answer, she goes, "It's fine. I can tell the kind of guy that you are. You really enjoy this, don't you?" <laughs> and she was, she was so right. <laughs> So you do enjoy it? I do absolutely enjoy it, yes. But when you went into it, did you think, right, this is a means to an end. I need some fast cash. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying it's financial. Yes, it was. Was it a surprise that you found that you actually enjoyed it? Before I did it, I think um, I had to make sure about what I was um, getting into. Mm. So I interviewed about um, nine escorts, literally um, interviewed them. You did market um, research? I did. I spoke to <laughs> uh, porn actors that I knew from, you know, in London mm-hmm. to Europe to LA to Canada. You know, I spoke to people um, around to kind of understand how it worked. And then also I shadowed and um Escort to here at work for a day, just how you went. Yeah. And uh, that helped to um, sort out my my pricing, my level, things that I am. And I think I wanted to know what I was getting into, um, but more so um, how to um, take everything that I learned and, you know, and be able to present myself in the way that I am. So kind of take what you, how things work, and then make them your own. Because I do feel that um, as an escort, you're selling more than just sex. You're selling 
who you are as a person, mm-hmm. personality and things like that. So I needed to make sure that I was going to be true to myself. When you interviewed the was it nine sex workers? What did yes. they what did they tell you? What sort of things were you asking? Well, um could ask about sort of what they charged, mm-hmm. um, how they worked, what clients were like, how frequent um, clients came around, how they dealt with it, what they did with the money, you know, um, did they pay tax and things like that, and how to spend their days, and and just more observing. And also, I was able to go to the homes and see how they lived. So, sort of observe the the decor in the place you know so and it's a lot so sort of i learned that my bedroom had to be more comfortable yeah and i had to get um blinds that darkened the room to give that sort of a a nighttime feeling and make it more more cozy so the the carpet is is new and much softer the bed's new and and brilliant and the you know the lampshade just so everything kind of works and i think I personally just learned that um, for me uh, that escorting and drugs shouldn't really mix because I've s- then seen the downside of when um, escorts take a lot of drugs and you know um, they affected they affected house on them and so I am very lucky very lucky that. I've never used drugs before. Mm-hmm. I have so much energy; it's incredible. So, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, when I have sex with guys on drugs, they they get worn out far far more um, longer before I do. Yeah. So, um, you last longer. Yes. So I sort of just learnt about sort of things like self care. And how to sort of uh, be very mindful of your health and your self and your mental health um, well-being, doing your taxes and things like that, and making sure that you make this work for you. And but it sounds like a you know it sounds like any freelance position it sounds like any freelance job. Those things I have to worry about as well as yeah. a freelance photographer. <laughs> but you'd be surprised about the number of of escorts that do not think about taxing about tax and 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 self-care or budgets and and income and things like that it's just sort of almost like a, a free fall mm. and um and they've been doing it for quite a long time and you think well if you've been doing this for for 10 years and you you know what's what's the plan you know do you stay here forever or is it who you are which, which is great um what is your thing you do on the side like you know and um because I think the the um what's really important in this work is to is not to lose yourself or sight of your goals and who you want to be in life and so uh I think it's a great job it, it's uh post covid I went through a very hard time with finances mm-hmm. after working so hard for many years um so I thought I'd take the plunge, and this is rather a huge um, uh, departure from who I am as a person. You know, uh, a church boy. You know, a very sort of was very quiet, was very shy, and all that stuff. And so, um, and doing all this is uh, uh, different 
But yes, I honestly, I have met so far some really sexy ladies I've had fun fun with. I thought you were going to say some really sexy photographers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, you know, and you, of course. And Is some... it almost like you become a different person? Are you almost a little bit playing a different role? Not quite. I tend to ensure that the client does not feel that it's work. Mm-hmm. I, for starters, um, don't want to feel that I'm working. I want to feel that I'm, that I'm having fun. Uh, so when I'm with a guy, I've kind of uh, sort of learnt a, a lot more about myself. So I realise that um, my personal life, uh, sex with women is great, sex with men too, but with, with men, I often rushed the sex and then I had to go, go right, so they have an hour or two hours or three hours. I have to sort of make it last. So mm. I then become just naturally more romantic and, you know, and I try to find a connection uh, with the person that I'm with to make sure that they don't feel that it's cold mm-hmm. or, you know, so I attend to their needs and what they like and, you know, and just talk to them. You know, it's um, it's been a journey. I mean, I, I think my profile on um, Redmen um, has, I've been working now for 15 weeks so far now, and I've, and, uh, I've noticed that many escorts who've been working for, say, four or five years mm-hmm. have about, say, three, four, five, six um, reviews in those years. Uh, in the 15 weeks I've been working so far, I have currently 15 five-star reviews. So wow. Oh, so it's like a little bit like Uber. You would get rated by your clients. Yeah, but then I get, I've not seen anyone who, who's getting it as frequently as, you. as I am. Yeah. And I kind of go, okay, fine. So I'm doing something right. And I recall uh, a friend saying to me, oh, would I um, chase the reviews? I'm like, no. I focus on the work. And the reviews come in. And they come in. So I'll just keep doing that because that's that's what I want to do. And yeah. it's going to be much more, um, you know, natural um, kind of things. That, that's that what it's like working in retail. Retail do that. You know, they don't always tell a customer, hey, at the bottom of your receipt or... Included with your email receipt, there's going to be a survey. Yes. They just wait. If you've given great service, then the theory is that the customer will want to tell the the the, the shop, the company, I had a great experience in the yes. insert name of store. Yes. Yes. Honest, and I think one thing that I wanted to just say that just um, that came to to mind is that um, having worked in offices for 16 years and doing lots of that and going through office politics and things like that. I feel less of a whore now than I did working in those places. Why is that? Because they were paying you, compared to now, almost next to nothing. Mm. You had, I had buses who were um, control freaks, so were just nasty. One, one was an out and out um, racist you're forced to do things that you don't want to do because your your boss, you know, uh, makes you feel that if you don't do it, you, you could get fired and replaced in, yeah. t- in two minutes. So is this what 
spurred you to become a sex worker? It definitely is part of, um, a huge part of it. Um, uh, because doing this now, I'm in charge of, yeah. of, of what I do. I'm in full control. I do not take every client that wants me. I, I vet the clients. I talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell those who are genuine or fake and the ones who also show aspects as well. I've had some who uh, try to, to talk down to you and I just say no. And of course, they start begging. I'm like, it, it's fine, but it's a no. Um, they go, oh, I'll pay you. I'm like, yeah, but it's my body. And I think that this business as it is, is about the money, which I do want. But one must say that one is not driven by greed. My self-esteem and doing things that I enjoy come first. Uh, If a client wants me to, some clients insist that I take drugs and I just say no. Do you feel they think because they are paying you, they're buying you? No, I've never felt that way at all because I am sort of very firm in in who I am and what I want. But also I think that the advantage is that being a tall, big black guy, they give you this accolade of being the dominant guy in control. So, you can use that against so them. It, so it, so it, it works very well mm. in my favour if I was white and short and passive, then perhaps they have it a bit um, differently. But then, of course, there are other black escorts who behave differently to me, who have mm-hmm. different um, mindsets to me, um, literally opposite to, to, to mine. I'm a very um, proud um, black man. I know my history. I'm very proud. I'm very proud to be a black um Englishman, in my, in my history, I love, I love my country and my culture, and I do things that will not, um, that I feel will not degrade who I am or my culture. Uh, I recently said goodbye to a client who I saw before who um, now wanted to uh, use the N word during sessions. So calling me the, the n-word and to him it was just sexual and fun and just a bit of role play yes and to me i said any word in the world is fine but not that word you do not call me that word because that word is you know i my race is the race that every other race in the world comes from and i think that people need to understand that mm-hmm. and afford the respect to us and to understand that all the lies and, and the hurt has been just that lies and to know where you know um, where the first man comes from um, if they knew about the history about the scientific advances Africans made you know mathematics science art and things like that and books and writing then they would know that Africans were not monkeys on trees. And so I carry carry that with me at all times. And so I ensure to not belittle myself or to let myself be called 
a word that I think is absolutely grotesque. I think it's grotesque if it's been used by any race, black or white. It's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's a word that needs to, to be killed. And what was his reaction? Was it a he? He, And yes. what was his reaction to that? He said that at this point we, we would part ways. He was disappointed? Yes. Um, because, uh, because clearly he had, he, and he had seen um, uh, various escorts before me over the years and, mm-hmm. and, and, it's, and it had been okay with them. But clearly with me, you know, um, it's uh, a step too far. Going back, before you decided to be a sex worker, what was your knowledge of sex work or what was your opinion and attitude towards sex work and sex workers? I've always thought that uh, sex work should never be a career. I've always thought that it should be a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought, thought so. I always thought you go in you hit it and then you move to the, the next level in life. But I think that, I think knowing what I know now, that was an opinion of a of a boy who was privileged because I had, I was born into a good country. I had choices. I had, you know, I had, a, I had escape routes, which having money would allow me to access. Um, I think for many people, from across the world, you know, uh, many are trapped in it and can, and this is the only thing that they know. Did you ever think you would end up being a sex worker? Never. Never? Ever. Why was that? I have a very strong sense of self. I'm very ambitious. Slam. My dreams haven't at all changed yet. It's why I don't show my face. I just, it, I was very, you know, divorced from all of this. I was sexual, uh, but... You know, I had the church and, and all the things. And, you know, so you're quite religious? Yes, still am. Which, uh, which religion? Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. You know, um, but through all that, I think it was, it's a, like I said, it's, a sh- it's not a shock, but it's a, a departure. But I realise now that it's part of who I am. It's mm-hmm. part of nature. I love it so much because I get to meet people who are like me. You know, it, it, it's, it's very... You know, when to meet a guy who comes over and he's straight and it's his um, first time he's been with a, a, a TS before and suddenly wants to try you and he's nervous. And, and you're going to go, right, sit down, you know, let's talk for a bit. And when they realise that I too have a girlfriend, that I'm all straight, that I enjoy doing this and... You know, and you and you help normalize the the feelings, and they know to not feel bad, guilty, dirty, and to also know that they're straight men who want to get fucked, who, you know, and they're not gay. Mm. You know, I think that there's this fear that if you do anything with a guy, then you're gay. No, I think we. Understand now that things have moved forward. Um, there's nothing wrong in being whoever you are, but I think my my advice to people is to let people tell you who they are. 
do not tell them who you think they are. I have been um, abused from, from, for, because I, I do both and been told that I'm confused and blah, 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 and it's really hurtful. Uh, mostly coming from somebody who is gay because you would think they'd be the first to understand it, but it's, mm. you know, but um, most cases at all not. And, you know, uh, so, you know sex, sex is, is beautiful, mm. um, you know, and it's a shame that we live in a very um, brainwashed life because now we, we, we have Oh, I'm so straight. Oh, or 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 I'm you know, I'm so gay, and and you know, and we hate bias and all that stuff, and we forget that all this is all false. Mm. Um, it was uh, through throughout history. If you go back in history, um, we had cultures from Africa to Europe to Asia to um, you know where people just fucked anyone that. The yeah. night, you know, in some cultures, it was actually the the rule that men had sex with men to learn about sex, mm. you know. Um, and then suddenly, you know, we had religion. We had we had these stuffy old white men who have you know came in and put and put and put all these rules in, and the, and, and then we've taken them on. And I think it's time to kind of get rid of that because um, I just say that you know. I'm a guy who's into ladies, but I see a hot guy and I want him. So if I have that natural lust in me, then suddenly it's natural. Yeah. So I act on it. I ensure that I I act on it and, and I don't, because I refuse to be told what to do in bed and how to feel. I decide that because I know who I really am. And so when I see my clients, I bring that same mindset as to you know you're with me now let's have fun you know similar as when um the client is say and um you know when the the, the older you know say the 60 or so and they start saying about oh the old i go stop your age is a blessing mm. we all w- w- would be lucky to get to your age there's no shame in being older we have this thing in that culture that we just think, you know, we go, oh, then you're over. Of course not. They have, you know, they have yearnings and desires and we're once young and handsome and they're still very, you know, they're still horny and, you know, and filthier even. So, you know, so I'm all about just saying, let's just have that sex when I have and just, you know, if you like it, fuck it. Does your girlfriend have the same opinion? Yes, we are open. How long have you been together? 18 months. Okay, so almost a year and a bit into it, you were suddenly like, I'm going to be a sex worker. Yeah. How did that conversation go? She knew why, and she was like, why? Because we had fun with other girls, mm-hmm. occasionally men, but that wasn't uh, just a few times. Um, but she understood sex, I think. I could not be with a girl who was just only into guys. Mm-hmm. I like girls a lot, and I like a girl who also has an open mind and able to tell me, you know, honey, I like, I like that guy. Can I have him? Then I say yes or no. Because we sort of um, decide on the partners that we have sex with. We don't just go and do it. Yeah. We kind of, you know, say, okay, yes or no, because... You both have to be happy with it. Yes. Hmm. 
because there are girls that she would hate me to be with. Yeah. And of course, there are guys who I would hate going anywhere near my girl. So, what's other guys? There are guys that think that if they have sex with my girl, then they are sort of almost um, get back at me. Going back again, when you decided I'm going to be a sex worker, because the sex worker term can yeah. it covers client work, it covers porn, yeah. cam, yeah. lots of different avenues. What was it about client work that you said, ah, that's for me. Porn, no. Cam work, no. Stripper, no. But client work, that's for me. You know, I smart because I was offered to be to strip before mm-hmm. and I said, no, I will not show my penis. No way, public, <laughs> ever. No way. You know. How long ago was this? After about, say, six months before it's got work. Okay. I would just wouldn't do it at all. Client work was because you go where the money is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you see um, many of the um, the famous porn actors still do um, it's got work because it is where you know the cash is. I must say that I've also now gotten into doing um, cam work. When I say cam work, um, not filming for porn studios i have a just for fans profile yes so what? you're making videos at home yeah content yeah. Yeah. content yes. yes um and that's picking up and that's a lot of fun and i'm learning so much mm-hmm. about it and um and that's that's also of course additional income but also cause I, I find that doing sex work i have time to just fuck a girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, I make love, but depending, <laughs> you know, depending on the mood. And uh, I don't really see our friends anymore for sex because I'm like, you know what? It's not free anymore now. There is a price. It's a price to pay. Price, you know? And uh, so I then um, have fun by making content with guys or girls. How do people react to you being a sex worker? If you just met someone in the pub on a night out, not not for sex, you're just chatting because it's you know a social thing to do. How do people react when you say, I'm a sex worker? First of all, I don't say a word. I don't say because people are not ready for the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, because people tend to judge. We live in a world where... You know, you see guys who would call a girl a slut, a whore. I recall seeing this picture of um, this porn actress marrying this handsome guy. And many guys were writing on the post saying, oh my God, dude, that chick has sucked over over 400 dicks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what does that mean? And I thought, you say this. And then... In the next five minutes, you're gonna go and watch porn. So that's you know that it's quite a, a weird thing because you know you don't understand you like porn, but then you think that the girls are whores. So why so so then why watch porn? You know it's absolutely crazy. Um, 
I do find that my close friends know what I do. I'm very honest with, with them. And um, my friends are in two parts on this. My female friends, who are family, are very close to me. They don't like it. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because we had this thing about church, family, like who we are. Yeah. It's very linked into who we are as people. And um, so, and they also know that it's not a thing that I would ever have done at all, mm-hmm. but they know why I'm doing it. So whilst they at all don't like it, they fully support me and always kind of check on me and kind of, you know, kind of see where I am. Um, my guy friends are different. They think it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they think it's fantastic. Um, um, my straight friends, um, who am I rock? They absolutely fucking love it. You know, they um, they enjoy watching my videos with girls or with guys. They absolutely just love to just gonna see what I'm doing, mm-hmm. have questions, and you know, it's you know, men men get it more, I suppose. You know, uh, but some girls too, I'm sure. But yes, if the guys are fine with it, and the girls are not, and forgive me for saying it, but you seem okay with that situation. You can't seem to change their minds and you're perfectly fine with the people who, who don't mind. You're fine with them. Yeah. Why are you face in, as it's called? How comes you're hidden? You don't, you don't show your face. Because I have aspirations in life that I want to, of where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And my face will be involved there. What, and so, what sort um, of aspirations? I can't tell you. You can't. It's a secret. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's why I don't show a face. But then again, honestly, uh, these days people do find things out. Mm-hmm. And I'm perfectly fine if it comes out. Hopefully the quality of what I do and who I am would come through much more than, oh, he did this, he did that. I'm very proud of, of, what, of what I'm doing now. I did it for a reason. And... The fact that I'm here, alive and happy, and and have dreams is fantastic. I don't care. I, I don't care who knows in future, uh, but for now, this is sort of my choice to not show my face. And also, I've been told that it adds some kind of mystery to it. So I don't know. Depends. You're an international man of mystery. <laughs> what are the ways in which sex workers? contributed to your life in a positive sense? I think just uh, so far, what I've gained, the, the knowledge about what, what to do and, ha- and how to actually do things. Sadly, though, uh, the friendships haven't been that great um, because people can be very unreliable or there's drugs involved or, you know, or ego or or something that you're gonna come and take and take over their their patch and it's you know, so things like that. So I'm on the hunt for um sex workers who I can work well with, um and just have this thing where, you know, we could get on very well, have a friendship, I think. Um it's always good to have people, colleagues as friends so mm-hmm. that you understand more about the, the nature of the beast, so to say. And how can the stigma of sex work be 
eradicated? I did a research. Um, well, I was part of a research that I, I, I did uh, last month or so for... Uh, they were looking into women who pay for sex. Mm-hmm. And the paper, in conclusion, had this woman... They said that these women were, were empowered... They were uh, right in the choices. They were empowered. They were strong. They were um, independent. It was all very sort of uplifting that women should pay for sex and empowering and great and fantastic. And which I thought was great. But then I, I thought, hang on. But then why is it that with men, you know, it's about, you know, they see men as being losers and sad and seedy and dirty and I thought, well, of course not. Men feel the same thing as ladies do. And I've had clients who talk to me about they have a shame of paying for sex. And I go, stop. I said, you are very empowered to be able to afford to get the things that you want. To go, say, on, on those apps to find what you need involves a lot of games, a lot of time wasting, a lot of um, uh, uh, fake profiles and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But in this case, you can go to, go online and shop and exactly pick what you want, go and get it. And so I think it's really empowering and beautiful. And I have met people, honestly, people think that clients are old. No, uh, most of the clients I meet are quite young. Um, I have met some really beautiful women. I mean, like, under 30, really fit, slim bodies, and just, Mm. you know, just, you know. um, I've met guys, some guys just really handsome, like, great bodies, big muscle bodies, you know, great faces, and, you know. So, all sorts, sort of, pay for sex, and I think it's something that should be encouraged, because I just think it just takes away the, the, the frustration of having to, you know, to wank all the time or to waste time on apps. I think that I'm not sure we can erase the stigma about sex work because we live in a world that, that likes to lie to itself. People, uh, you know, would criticise, you know, sex workers and, and porn and within five minutes their home playing with, with porn or trying to reenact things they've seen in porn. The fact is that sex is life. We all do it. We all want it. We all need it. We need to stop this thing about having to shame people. Like, for example, a lot of guys talk about having um, a tight hole, tight asshole, tight pussy. I'm like, sorry, I'm pretty hung. I like them loose. Like I said, I like them loose because I can just go in there and fuck it as I like, you know? To have somebody who, who is a slut who enjoys sex, yeah. there's no shame in that. It's beautiful. Mm. I think for me, when I'm fucking a girl or a guy and you fuck them so much that the, the hole becomes so open and wide and loose and it's just so fucking big... And to me, that's when they, they look the most beautiful. It's just really sexy because somebody is just being who they are mm. and you're there with them. I see no shame in sex at all. We all love sex. And so just 
admit that you like sex and enjoy it. No shame. A huge thanks to Mike for taking part in this episode. Thanks again to all my guests in this series. And thank you for listening each week. Share the episodes far and wide so we get the message out there. And check out the portraits on Instagram, sftl underscore studios. This has been a Shoot First Talk Later production, written and produced by Robert Gershenson, consultation by Jason Domino and Camille Waring, partly funded by The Photographic Theorist.